Welcome to the Luminous Life Podcast. My name is Lori Marie. I'm a spiritual teacher, certified fearless living coach, healer, Vita grad for trauma-informed somatic love, sex, and relationship coaching, an artist, psychic medium for sensitive souls who want to discover their gifts, claim their confidence, own their worth, and make an impact in the world so you can become the most powerful creator you're meant to be. I absolutely love helping you up-level your life, claim your desires, and help you see the infinite potential that you are. It is my mission and my passion to give you the tools, teachings, resources, strategies, and support you need to create the life of your dreams and to live a luminously, divinely guided life. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of personal development to maximize your impact and your life. And if you're ready to be lit up by life, own your awesome and dive into co-creating your deepest desires, then you've come to the right place. It's time to become epically free and unapologetically you in and out of the bedroom. Enjoy today's episode. And if there's something that resonates with you today, be sure to rate the podcast and tag us on social media at Lori Marie Loves. And let's begin. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's been a while since we've been together, but I'm good. I'm happy to be back and I hope you're doing well. I took some time off from the podcast for a bit. I made some big changes. I ended up um, going through a breakup and then moving back to California for a while. It's where I am right now, currently. Uh, in Pioneer Town, just enjoying some time away. I took time to heal, took time to rest, took time to come back to myself, and I'm feeling more like me more than ever. And so it feels good, it feels exciting, I feel ready. <laughs> and um, today I wanted to talk to you about the fear of success. Um, I'll get into relationship stuff more later down the road, but right now, I don't feel called to talk about that right now. Right now I'm feeling really called to talk about uh, the fear of success and and how it can keep us from really going after what we want. But the thing is, the fear of success isn't actually about the success. It's not about, you know, uh, making lots of money or making a big impact. I mean, yes, that's part of it. But it's not the fear of how, just how powerful we are. It's something so much uh, deeper. And when we can start to unpack what that might be, then we can start to take steps forward. Because until then, we've got these different aspects of our, ourselves, our protectors, our inner protectors. I like to think of them as, um, you know, these parts of ourselves that come in and try to make sure that we're safe, make sure we're not taking any risks, make sure we're not going after the very things that we're really uh, being called to do or that we really desire to do. So today we're going to get into it. We're talking about the fear of success and what it really is. And so grab your favorite beverage. I've got my tea over here. I'm hanging out on this, it's a chilly day here in California. It had been really warm and now it's down into like the 50s today, so it feels really cold, but I'm bundled up and I've got my tea and I suggest you grab your favorite beverage and let's dive in. All right, let's get into it. So like I was saying, we have this fear of success. At least that's what we we think right? We've heard from other, maybe other um, spiritual teachers or coaches or, you know, just things in the personal development space about how we fear our greatness. We fear our success. But I've really done some digging on this <laughs> for a while and really got curious about why have I been so fearful of being seen on this next level? Why have I been so uh, resistant to really stepping forward again, because really at the end of the day, like when I look at everything I've been through, I've been through way worse. So like what's really going on here? And so I started to really dive into 
what's this really about, right? And what I've discovered through this kind of like exploration of success and like why I was hitting up against this wall, because let me backtrack a little bit. So uh, being sane for me, as some of you may or may not know, has been a struggle for like the first, it was really a struggle to even just be on the other side of the <laughs> the camera um, for the first four, four and a half years of me being uh, in the online space, right? Like becoming a coach, having to put myself out there, talk about myself, market myself, all of that, be seen on camera, be seen on video, uh, be speaking, you know, out into the ethers. <laughs> all of that was very um, very new for me, very uncomfortable for me. And it took some time to work through. Right. And so I would go through these phases and stages where I would like come out and then I'd be like, here I am. And then I'd go back in. I called it turtling. Right. So I'd be turtling often. And, um, but I kept showing up and I kept doing it, even though there would be times where I'd take breaks or I would, um, you know, have difficulty, um, you know, showing up for a while or whatever it is, right? I'd feel like with every new level, I would feel like this new level of resistance. And one of the things that I also started noticing is like the the higher the numbers got as far as like followers, which let me tell you, having uh, a lot of followers does not equal success. <laughs> it does not equal you know, the impact you want to make, all it means is you have people that are following you. Yes, it's it's great and wonderful in a lot of ways that that many people want to hear what you're saying, but it created, for me, what it did is it created this new level of, like, anxiety. And once I hit that 77,000 mark, I started to notice that I would post less and less. And I started showing up more in my lives where it felt safer to show up, oddly, which is so weird in the first place, right? Like I'm going live, you know, in this like essentially like my own room, but like people are still coming into the room, right? So it's just an odd thing. I just think the whole online thing is odd kind of when you really get down to it, but I digress. You know, I want to, I'm here to make a big impact. I know that's part of it. And so I've just learned to embrace it. But what I noticed was happening was I was hiding more and more in my lives <laughs> than I was showing up, you know, kind of for the general population to kind of run into, right? And at first I thought it was about bullies and then I thought it was about people copying me because I had a lot of people stealing my videos and trying to get uh, people that follow me to pay me or to pay them, I should say, because it wasn't even me. Um, so I had a lot of people like stealing and scamming other people under my name, which really, um, felt really, uh, I felt hurt. And I also felt really angry about it, <laughs> frankly, because especially, um, you know, when I was struggling financially, like it just felt like a uh, salt in the wound. And then I, it also pissed me off that they were trying to take advantage of other people. Right. Um, but so all of this was happening as I was trying to con- kind of readjust my nervous system to being seen on this new, bigger level. And along the way, like I said, I was kind of hiding out in my lives. And then, you know, I just, I've gone through so many like lessons and <laughs> challenges over the last six and a half years being in the online space, the coaching space, and then also just like what was happening in my life going through a dark night of the soul, going through depression, going through COVID, going through, you know, stuff with my relationship. And so there was just a lot happening. And I was taking in a lot and taking on a lot and taking uh, on a lot of challenges and whatnot. And so, um, and then I also had experienced some manipulation in the coaching industry by other coaches. And um, all in all, to say all that, it was difficult, right? It was difficult to show up when I was feeling so disheartened and so defeated and feeling just depleted. And frankly, I I think a little burnt out too, maybe even a lot burnt out. I don't know. But what was happening is, um, with feeling all of that and experiencing all of that, it made it really, really hard to want to show up and want to be seen and want to put myself back out there because, All I wanted to do from the very beginning 
when I got the first uh, creative urge to become a coach and to help more people and to be, to make a big impact, um, that's all I really wanted, right? (laughs) And of course, at that time, I was very naive. I didn't realize I had to learn all these new tools and skills and things that I would have to learn to really be seen and put myself out there. Um, now looking back, it's very clear to me. It was like, oh, of course I had to learn marketing and putting myself out there and writing copy and being seen and getting comfortable on camera and getting over bullies and getting over being scammed. And like, you know, I had a lot to navigate. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. And then I finally got to the point where I was feeling good again. I started feeling good and started feeling more like myself because for a very long time, I wasn't feeling like myself. So I, I didn't want to show up. I didn't want to shine. I didn't want to show myself. And so that was a really difficult time in my journey. And some other things happened and I just, I kind of got kicked down, you know? And so, um, it took a while to come back (laughs) to kind of grieve all of you know, the losses and grieve all of the experiences and grieve all the ways that I had felt um, hurt and defeated and all the things I was grieving, right? But then I started to get excited again and I started to get back into feeling like, okay, I can do this. Like I went through all that. I see why I went through all that. And now it's time to like show up glow up and fucking do the thing, right? But then I kept hitting against resistance and I was like, what is this about, right? Like, why am I so afraid to do this? Like, and it's funny because I I recently worked with a coach of mine um, who took me through a process of really kind of connecting to my, my soul's purpose and all that. And uh, one of the activities she had me do, which I really loved, was she had me write down a list of all of my... Uh, all the things I have overcome and all of my achievements. And what that did was it helped me see like, well, this is really silly. (laughs) Like, why am I so afraid to show up? Like, I've been through way worse, right? And I not only survived it, but I'm like thriving (laughs) regardless, right? And so it was just a really great way to like anchor in like, oh, yeah, I could totally do this. (laughs) I could like show up, be seen and share with people what I'm thinking, feeling, and doing. But there was still something there. And so I started exploring it more. And what I came to find is it wasn't the actual success that I was afraid of. It was so much deeper. It was the fear that... So for me, freedom is everything. Like, I want freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of my body, freedom of choice, freedom of sovereignty. Like, I want to be completely sovereign and feel free to do what I want, as long as it's not hurting anybody else, do what I want, when I want, on my own time, in the way that I want, and I want to feel free in every single sense of the word, in my sexuality, in my sensuality, in my expression, in everything that is me, right? Everything that makes me up. I want my experience as a human to be as free as possible. And so what I was hitting up against, and what I came to realize is that one, I know deeply through the work I've done over the last year and a half through Vita that I have a very rebellious and strong uh, inner teenager who at all costs wants freedom because she did not have that freedom and I did not give her that choice, right? I didn't check in with her, like what she wanted to do when she was a teenager. And when I became a teenage mom, now I don't regret that decision and I don't regret anything about it. But she felt really angry at me. I found through the practices and the work that I did um, through the program that I went through. And I realized that there was a part of me that wants to protect my freedom fiercely. Like we'll do anything to protect that freedom. And so when I started digging into this a little deeper and started exploring and just getting curious, like what is this about? Like why am I so afraid of kind of really stepping forward and like stepping in fully, right? 
because there would be times I would feel like I was stepping in fully and then I would kind of retreat again and then go back and forth. And it was like I was doing the tango, right? <laughs> or like the cha-cha. And so I had to get really clear on like, what is this about? And what I came to understand and to recognize and became conscious of was that I had a fear that if I became successful, if I became wildly successful, that I would be under a lot more pressure and responsibility and accountability. And I was afraid of people trying to change me. And would I fall back into those old patterns of people pleasing and have my boundaries crossed? And that's really what it came down to. And all of those things would have me feeling very confined, very restricted. And so my fear of success was not actually about success. My fear of success was actually about, will I still be able to hold my boundaries and be me? Will I still be able to say no? Will I still be able to uh, hold that kind of success and maintain that kind of success and that responsibility and be that accountable to myself and to others. I can be accountable to others because I was a people pleaser. So like that part is not hard, but for me, it's been a challenge to maintain and hold accountability to myself. And so that's something that I've been working on and still continue to work on and may work on for the rest of my life. But it was something that I had to really look at. And that's what my fear of success was really about. It wasn't even about the success. It was, can I maintain my boundaries? Can I handle that much pressure? Can I maintain that kind of success? Can I be responsible and accountable to myself on that kind of level? And so this was a huge revelation. And what came forward after that was, and I asked myself that very question, like, can you do this? And my thought and my um, feelings around this was, yes, yes, you can. And you'll deal with it as it comes. And even in those moments where you maybe did cross a line, you did cross your own boundary, or maybe you said no when you wanted to say, or maybe you said yes when you wanted to say no, and you feel that deep pain of self-abandonment, can you still love yourself through that? And my answer was yes, of course. And so that has been getting to the root of this and really taking a look at this has got me to the place where I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's do the damn thing. (laughs) So it feels so good. I'm not going to lie. There will be times I'm sure that it feels really scary, right? Like, especially as a manifester, we do not like informing because of the fear that most of our lives, for those of you who don't know, um, human design, if you have not checked it out, check it out. Go grab yourself a free chart. Um, for manifestors in human design, we can have a tendency to uh, grow up feeling very... Uh, suppressed because oftentimes our caregivers or parents don't know how to deal with us. (laughs) We come into the world with this big energy. We know exactly how to take care of ourselves and what to do. And of course, being children though, we can't just like up and up and, uh, you know, just (laughs) take care of ourselves. (laughs) We still need the guidance and, and whatnot that comes with being a child, right? Um, but oftentimes manifestors, because they've been suppressed or because they've been, it kind of goes, I feel like one of two ways. It's like either you've become really, uh, suppressed and conditioned as a manifestor to stay small, be small and not use your voice, not use your power, or you completely rebel. And then you're trying, you know, people are trying to contain you all the time. Either way, it's, it's, a it's a feeling of being caged. And so manifestors do not like to be told what to do. (laughs) We do not like um, if we feel entrapped or caged in any way. And so it can feel really suppressive. And so 
when I was able to kind of see this tie of like, oh, there's a fear there. Like there's a part of me that fears being constricted, being constrained, being told what to do and having my boundaries crossed. And so it just was a reminder that, okay, you can do this. You just have to take it one step at a time and you'll deal with whatever comes as it, as it comes. And again, that list of looking at like what I've been through, what I've accomplished, what I've overcome made it really easy to be like, okay, yeah, I can totally do this. So that's one way that we really hold ourselves back from success is because there may be, this may be, may be different for you. And we're going to get into the different types of the other different types of ways that uh, the fear of success could be playing out for you. But <clears throat> this is the way that it was kind of uh, showing up for me. And so I share this with you to support you in maybe recognizing this for yourself. Like, do you have fear that if you become successful in whatever it is you want to do or whatever you want to accomplish, do you fear that you won't be able to be responsible or accountable or maintain your boundaries or that you will feel too much pressure and you won't be able to handle it? Like what's really alive for you when it comes to you and success? I want you to just kind of sit with this for a moment as we take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into the other reasons why you may be fearful of success. All right, so welcome back. So we talked about maintaining boundaries, the pressure, you know, the responsibility, the accountability, maintaining that success. Um, Some of the other ways that I think we may be fearful of success, what it really comes down to is like a fear of not belonging, a fear of losing uh, people, you know, losing, you know, what are we going to have to give up? What are we going to have to let go of? And will we let people down and will we let ourselves down? And so I think, you know, it can be very loaded, (laughs) you know, if you were the first person ever in your family to be successful or to achieve or maintain, you know, that kind of success, we can have deep, deep fears around losing tribe, right? Losing, fearing that we are not going to be part or belong to our communities again, not be part of our families again. And so it can create this a massive amount of resistance and fear. Um, a lot of times too, when you know, we're on this journey, like at times where we're going to have to let go of some things because it's no longer an energetic match. And so I think a lot of times people are really fearful of that too. Like, what am I going to have to give up? What am I going to have to let go of? But what we, I think, sometimes neglect to recognize or to really think about because it's so easy to go to that place of, well, what am I going to lose? I think we forget to also really feel into, well, what is it I can gain from this? What is it I can actually, you know, what good could come out of this, right? We kind of go to the worst case scenario and like at the end of it, you know, we think like, oh, everybody's going to leave us. We're going to be alone and ultimately we're going to die alone, right? And then we'll just be alone. And so like everything kind of, when it comes down to fear and like (laughs) at the end of the day, we're just afraid of like not belonging and and being rejected or being alone and, and, you know, dying alone, really. Um, it's, it's kind of a huge unconscious fear that I think a lot of people have. Um, I know there was a time in my life where I had that. Now I have a very different perspective on death. And so I don't really fear that anymore, but there is, you know, there are times on this journey where you do have to let things go. You have to let people go. You have to be willing to, take that leap and take that jump and take that risk to kind of bring yourself into that next place, that next level. And so, yeah, sometimes you will have to uh, say goodbye to people and it doesn't have to be this big dramatic thing. But like, I know when I, you know, when I decided to get divorced and I moved across the country, a lot of the people that I was close to or had close friendships with, a lot of them, didn't understand what I was doing. They didn't understand what was happening. It really forced them to reflect on their own relationships. And some of them actually ended up getting divorced themselves. But it really like, 
being that I made that choice, like it was very confronting for those people. And so a lot of them chose not to, uh, essentially they chose not to go with me, right? They chose not to talk to me anymore. They chose not to, um, interact with me anymore. Like there was a time where I lost a, a, a rather large group of friends who didn't come with me. And I get it. Like, it's okay. Like, I was no longer a match to those people. And it's not a better than worse sort of thing. But we were just on a completely different uh, frequency, different vibe, different, you know. We were on a very different trajectory of life. And so I was on this trajectory of growth and growing and continuing to, you know, walk out my journey and go through everything I needed to go through And I was like taking big risks and like (laughs) taking, you know, jumping and having these like quantum leaps, if you will. And it just was something that none of them, you know, could or were willing to to join me in. And that was really hard. I really had to grieve a lot of that. And it it did. It was painful at that time. Now I completely understand it. I get it. I have no ill will, you know, um. I get it completely, right? But there are times during our journey where we do have to make that choice. We have to leave what's comfortable to pursue or to uh, move forward into what's meant for us. And if we don't do it willingly, the universe will do it for us. It's why we lose a job. It's why we, uh, why friendships dissolve, why relationships dissolve. It's, um, (laughs) When you're not in alignment and the universe wants you and you know your soul is guiding you, pulling you, leading you in a certain direction, but you're not willing to go, you kind of got your heels in the sand and you're like, nope, you're not moving me, the universe will find a way. <laughs> like It will happen regardless. And so we can either go willingly or we can go fighting. I choose personally, well, at times I have chose to, to fight it. But at this point, I have done this so often <laughs> that I'm I'm willing to to surrender and say like, okay, show me the way. Let me know my next step. I'm willing to do this. But sometimes I still face, you know, resistance. And this was a really big uh, resistance for me is this kind of stepping forward and being like, all right, I'm going to give this another go. I have no idea if it's going to work. I have no idea if I'm going to make the impact I'm here to make with this, but my soul is calling me forward. I know I'm here to do this. I've got to do this. I'm going to do this and that's it, (laughs) you know? And so that's another aspect where we can really get kind of entangled, especially if we have any kind of history with codependency, right? Or people pleasing. Um, There's that fear of like, will I belong? What will I have to let go of? Who will I lose? And will I let people down? Especially, you know, if we care a lot about what other people think, there may be a deep fear rooted in, you know, what if I let somebody down? I don't want to let people down, right? And then we also don't want to let ourselves down because every time we let ourselves down, we're, we erode that self-trust. And I know because I've done it before. And so it's why that fear can can feel so massive when it comes to the fear of success. It's like for a while, I noticed like along this journey, like I feared like staying in the same place, right? I feared like just living this mediocre or like ordinary mediocre life. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, that just never resonated. I have just always felt like there's something more and I just keep following and pursuing and, and growing into whatever that is, right? I don't know where it's leading. I, I've been sitting in the unknown for quite some time now. But I know there's something that's guiding me and pulling me. And so I continue to listen and to drop in and to just uh, keep going. And I don't know where it's going to lead. I don't know if it's going to be worth it. But I know that it's what I have to do. And so when we're faced with this calling, these nudges, this, this like North star, this, this guiding light, this thing that's pulling you, you know, or whispering to you oftentimes, 
that there's this dream and that you have it, you want to do it, it's there for you. We come up with so many excuses why we can't do it. We come up with so many uh, excuses, so many, there's so many different ways we procrastinate and all of it is in, um, is in service to self-preservation. It's in service to self-preservation, self-protection. And so there's a part of you that is afraid of some of these or maybe some other things that I had mentioned right? The fear of not belonging, the fear of responsibility, the fear of accountability, the fear of maintaining that success, the fear of that pressure, constriction, boundaries, all of it, right? It could be that or <laughs> whatever else is, is you know, unconscious to you. Um, but it could be what's driving why you have not yet been able to kind of break through. But the beautiful thing about a breakthrough is it's just one step to the other side, you know, it it can feel massive, it can feel restrictive, it can feel like this big, um, you know, this big towering thing over us, right? But the truth is, to have a breakthrough, you just have to take the next step. And so it's becoming conscious and aware of like, okay, what's really going on here, right? <laughs> what's preventing me or, or why am I, you know, at the end of the day, what is this really about, right? Like I talked earlier about I had to kind of really take a look at like what is this about for me like because it's not the fear of actually being successful it was something deeper and for me it came down to a fear that my freedom would be jeopardized right but now that I know that and I know I have these inner protectors trying to like keep me safe and keep me from you know doing anything that would be harmful to me now I can say like one I can calm and soothe them and soothe my nervous system and say like okay we're going to be okay and we can handle this. And it's not your job, younger versions of me, to handle this. It's my job, right? As the adult queen sovereign being that I am. Thank you. And so it's really important to get clear on what that is. Like who within you does not feel safe to pursue the very things that you desire? Whether it's a dream, starting a business, uh jumping into a relationship, maybe uh, leaving your living situation because it's not healthy or not serving you. Like, what is it really about? That's the kind of clarity you want to get when it comes to taking that next step in your journey and taking that next step in moving forward. We're going to get into how to do this in just a moment. So take a little break, grab anything you need, and come on back. Hello and welcome back. Okay, so I went on a little bevy break. I got myself some more water, some hot tea, and a smoothie. <laughs> Anybody else do that? You ever go to restaurants and order like three to four, maybe even five beverages? I love like going to breakfast and I'll order like water, orange juice, coffee all the things. Yeah, so I made a chocolate uh chocolate avocado smoothie with banana. And I put a little agave in there to add a little bit of sweetness. It helps really the avocado really thickened it up. It's a really disgusting color, but it tastes really good. <laughs> but that was not that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about success and the fear of success and how to move beyond it. So <clears throat> what I encourage you to do is to think about the very thing that you desire, right? The very thing that you know in your heart you're being called to do. Maybe that's start a business. Maybe it's go to the next level in your business. Maybe it's to show back up in your business and to really step into it fully. Whatever it is. I want you to really just sit with this thought. Like, what if you did it? And I want you to play out the entire scenario. Like, see it all the way through. Worst case, best case scenario. Like, see it all the way through. Really let yourself go there. Let yourself go there. Like, okay, I'm stepping into my business and I'm putting myself out there and nobody wants what I have or I'm stepping out there 
and I'm, I'm putting myself out there, laying my heart on the line, and everybody wants what I have, and now I've got all these uh, contracts to sign and appointments to make, and now I've got to completely rearrange my whole routine, and I need to get a routine. Like, really let yourself go to whatever scenario your brain wants to go to, right? Knowing that it's safe to do so. But what would it look like if you really let that play out all the way through, right? When, it, when you get to the end, what's the worst thing that can happen, right? Let's say you do become wildly successful, right? And you've got fortune and you've got fame and you've made this huge impact and now you know you've sold out of all your products or whatever the thing you know whatever the case may be let's say you've just skyrocketed into success what's the very worst thing that could happen like really let your brain go there because when you can allow your brain to really play out this scenario you can really start to see like what are the real fears there right okay, well, now I may not be able to maintain this kind of level of success. Maybe now I have to like pay all these people to help me and I don't know, you know, I'm not good at math and and now I've got to hire an accountant and how do I keep track of all these people? Like really let yourself go there. And now am I going to have sleepless nights and no rest or, or, you know, like what's really going to happen? Oh, now my family is going to want something from me or, or they're not going to talk to me because they think I'm stuck up now because I'm rich. Like what's really the belief, right? Like when you really get down to it, what's the core belief or what are the, <clears throat> what are, maybe you have several beliefs there, but really let yourself play out this scenario and go through the absolute worst case scenario. What's the ultimate get down to the bottom. I've now hit rock bottom. I've been so successful and now I plummeted back down to the bottom. What's the very worst thing that could happen? Really take time to sit with that. And then go back and do that same exercise. But the next time, really go to the place of what's the best case scenario? Like what is really the best case scenario? Like what might happen if I really let myself go there? right? If I really went all in on my business and I showed up consistently and I let myself be seen and I went all in and I made the impact I'm here to make and I made the money so I can have the resources so I can help in other projects and fun things. Like really, what's the the best case scenario? What's the best case? What's the worst case? And then really take time, excuse me, to journal what came up what came up for you? What really, when you got down to it, was the worst thing that would happen? And what's the best thing that could happen? And then as you're looking at that, if you're looking at the worst case, can you handle that? Honestly, can you handle it? And I would even take it a step further. Not only can you handle it, but can you come up with right now, as you're going through this exercise, can you come up with five to 10 solutions of how you would deal with that worst case scenario? What would happen? Let's say the fear was like, well, now I'm going to be all alone. Okay. Now you're all alone. Now what? What would you do? Where would you go? Would you try and meet new people? Make new friends? Or would you just go live in a cave? Like really, like what? I know I'm making lighthearted of this and I know it can feel really serious, but I really want you to play with this. Like what really would happen? And can you still accept yourself and love yourself if the worst case scenario happened? What would you do? And then go to the best case scenario. Okay, if the best case scenario happened, what would I do? How would I get the support I need? Write down five to 10 examples of the type of support you might need if the best case scenario happened. 
well, I may need somebody to support me through energy work or body work. I may need an accountant. I may need uh, a lawyer. I may need someone to help me with contracts. I may need, you will be able to find whatever you need. Now more than ever. Can you imagine before we had like Google and shit? Like, (laughs) I just think about that. Like back when my parents, you know, like were starting, like when my mom started her business, like she'd have to go to the yellow pages to find a lawyer or to find like someone to help her with branding or to help her with whatever, right? Business cards. I remember actually as a kid going to this place called the Print. Right, she'd go there and she'd get her flyers made up or her business cards made up. Like there was no like sending it to Vista Print or Moo or any other business, right? It was just like you had to literally go into the the local shop, and there was only one shop, so that's all you got. Now we have this world available to us. So whatever it is. Whatever you get down to, you can figure it out. You can find a way. There's a resource for it. There's someone that can help you. And if that brings stuff up for you, if you're like, oh, yeah, but I don't know how to ask for that. or Well, there's the issue. There's where we need to start, right? But until you get clear of what really is keeping you from taking that next step. You'll never take that step. You'll make excuses, tell yourself you don't have time, prioritize everything else in your life. I see it all the time. I see it with people around me. I see it with clients. People will make everything else a priority before they make their dream a priority because they're avoiding the very thing that they're afraid to do. I've seen it. I've done it but my soul won't let me. (laughs) So I keep coming back and keep trying and keep going. And I realized there were so many times and so many places and so many ways that I was focusing on what other people were doing because it helped me avoid what I knew I was supposed to be doing, what I wanted to be doing. You know, if I could focus on my partner's problems and what he's not doing and how he's not showing up, well, then I don't have to, you know, show up for myself because, well, I'm totally focused on him and I'm putting that energy out on him. And so I went through periods too where I would blame him or blame others like, oh, this isn't working because X, Y, Z, right? But I got to a place where I had to get really honest with myself and say, no, this is actually, and you can do this with compassion. It's not about beating yourself up, making yourself wrong or bad. At the end of the day, there's just part of you that that's trying to protect you. But at the end of the day, you have to get honest with yourself and say like, what do I really want? If I want this, well, then I got to get clear on what, what it is I want and how I'm going to move beyond the things that I'm afraid of. How am I going to move beyond my fears? How am I going to take that next step? Even if I don't really know what the step is after that. Like you've got to get honest with yourself. You've got to stop focusing on other people. Stop focusing on blaming others for why your life isn't working. And get moving on your dreams. This is the the tough love conversation I had to have with myself. It was like, I can sit and be in pain and stay in victimhood and, you know, cry. Why is my life not working the way I want it to? Why have I not achieved or accomplished the impact that I want to make? Well, sweetie, it's because you're not showing up. <laughs> if you're not showing up and people don't know what you have to offer and you're not putting it out there, well, guess what? They're not going to be able to say yes. They're not going to be able to say yes. They're not going to be able to say, yes, I want that. Yes, more please. Yes, I want in. It's like, I I always, this analogy always comes to me. It's like, if you had a birthday party, right? And you were like, 
yeah, I'm having a birthday party and I want to invite all my friends, but you never send out the invitation and they don't know about it. Well, guess what? They're not going to show up. They can't show up because you never sent them anything. You never told them about it. So to avoid the self-fulfilling prophecy that we like to get ourselves into, me included, we have to, at some point, take full responsibility and accountability, learn from the lessons and the challenges that we went through, as painful as they may have been. But here's the thing. If the lessons were painful and we don't actually learn from it, grow from it, and do something about it, well, then it was just pain for the sake of pain, right? Then it's just torture. But if you're actually taking what you learned, how you grew, the lessons that you were meant to take from it, and then you do something about it, you make a difference, you tell somebody, so somebody else doesn't have to go through that pain, or somebody else doesn't have to you know, be in that, that place. They can avoid it because you've already walked through it. Well, then the pain, there is a purpose to the pain. But if we don't do anything about it, then it's just pain for the sake of pain. And that's just torture. Pain for the sake of pain is torture. Pain with a purpose. Well, that's worth it. That's worth it to me anyway. Pain's not fun either way, but it's a part of life. Like at the end of the day, it's a part of life. And so we have to decide what do we want to do with that, right? And so you can keep going on with your day-to-day, acting as if you don't, you know, ignoring your dream, ignoring your vision, ignoring that little whisper, that nudge, that pull, or... You can actually face your fears, step through that portal, (laughs) take that challenge, and actually succeed. And succeeding may not look the way you thought it would. But if you're trying, you're succeeding. If you're trying, you're successful. If you go all in, this is what I had to really say to myself. This is what, what really got me to this place of like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it, right? Because when I decide something, I'm all in, right? When I've decided, but I was avoiding deciding. And so I had to look and say like, if I was 90 and I looked back on my life and I didn't go for it, would I regret it? And the answer was absolutely. And so I had to get real honest and say like, all right, well, then I'm going in. And I also had to remind myself that this whole thing is a fucking big play, right? It's like we are souls having a human experience on a giant giant floating rock in the middle of space. Like we get to choose our own adventure. We get to create our own reality. And so, you know, when I was able to like take that higher perspective and, and remind myself that like, oh yeah, like I get to decide, What do I want to do with this? I get to decide, do I want to just live my day-to-day, just, you know, live an ordinary, you know, mediocre life? Or do I want to follow my intuition, see where this freaking thing goes, and like go all in? And then be really proud of myself, no matter what happens. If I was completely unattached to the outcome, just enjoyed the ride and, and, and celebrated the fact that I went all in, that I said yes to myself. And so at the end of the day, I don't want regrets. I don't have a lot of regrets. Honestly, I don't think I have any regrets. I haven't really sat and thought about that. But I don't really have any regrets. Even the hardest shit I've been through, I know was for a purpose. And this was one thing I did not want to regret. I did not want to and do not want to regret not going all in on me, not going all in on my vision, not going all in on what I've been guided to following, learning and growing through for the last decade. 
Like to not pursue that would be a shame. Regardless of the outcome. But I have a sneaking suspicion that if I show up fully and I give it my all and I do it the way that I want to do it, that it's going to impact some people's lives. And that to me is worth it. And so on one hand, I had to get really honest and uh, clear with myself. But then I had to also remember why I was doing it in the first place. And for me, I have a deep desire for people, specifically women, to feel epically free to be themselves and to be the powerful people they're here to be. To be 100% them. To be free financially, to be free in their body, to be free in their heart, to be free in their mind, to be free in every single sense of the word, to be free in their sexuality, their sensuality, no matter, regardless of age, shape, size, color, gender, whatever. I want freedom for all because I know that at the end of the day, when we feel free and empowered, We help one another. We rise together. And so I had to remember why I started in the first place. Why on that day that I was walking to the market, when I went back in, I don't even remember when it was, 2014, 2014, I believe it was, when I was walking to the farmer's market with my husband at the time, and I said, I want to do more and help more, but I don't know what that is. This is what that is. The vision I've created, the teachings, trainings, certifications, growth that I've gone through is for this. It's to free people in every sense of the word. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm going all in. And I hope that this has inspired you to make that choice for you as well. I invite you to really take the time to sit with and get clear on what is it you really fear when it comes to success? Because it's not the success. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to leave us a review, share with a friend, or take us on social media at Lori Marie Loves and let me know what was your biggest takeaway, what stood out to you from today's episode. I'd love to hear from you and have a gorgeous day.